Welcome to episode 19 of season 2 of The MN Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. Dude. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> Me too. I don't want to I'm, do this. I'm bored. I don't want to do kids, this. What, my, Mia woke up this morning, we're hanging out in the, in the kitchen, and she's like, I'm bored. I'm like, you just woke up. <laughs> you can't be bored. I said, that's a lack of imagination on your part. You're bored. And there's nothing worse than when your kids say, I'm bored. I know, because then it's on you. You're like, oh, shit, I have to be the entertainer. No, because then it's like, what the? F- what's really bothering you? <laughs> it's not just that you I have just to go, entertain your I just kids. go put on the TV. I'm like, you can't be bored with the TV on. <laughs> just watch television. <laughs> Think about it. Think about how lucky our kids are. Like, when we were growing up and we were bored, we only had, like, six channels that we could watch. (laughs) And one of them was PBS. And you know what? When you're, like, nine years old, you don't want to watch PBS. Do you know what my Mia's recent television obsession is? Is it Friends? No. It's it's Hunting Hitler on the History Channel. Well, that's everybody's obsession, not just Mia's. <laughs> no, dude, it's how crazy. Did Mia, it's how crazy. Did Mia you go down on like a seven, seven o'clock on a Saturday morning. She's watching Hunting Hitler with former CIA agent Bob Bear. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. And she's like riveted watching this. Riveted. She's like, she's Completely like, Daddy, riveted. I think, I think Hitler survived World War Two. We went from yeah, that's exactly right. She, we went from like watching Jesse to Hunting Hitler. <laughs> hey Jesse. Hey, hey Hitler. <laughs> It feels like you survived World War Two. Hey Hitler. Hey, hey Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> hey Hitler. I know you killed a lot of people, but hey Hitler. <laughs> so uh, I'm bored. I don't want to do this. <laughs> hey Hitler. <laughs> hey Jesse. And this is uh, that camp one she watches called Bunked. Uh, is that like uh, the sweet life on deck? I guess. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> she, also reads. All she does read. She does read. Yeah, I have readers my, here. My, my Mia is a voracious reader. She reads like four books at a time. She exactly. asked me this morning if we could buy more books today because oh, yes. she's run out of everything. Yeah, we're buying books. That's the way to roll. She's she's gonna she's gonna read today. She reads every day. Well, she usually has like a stack of four right. books. Got to read every day. Got to read every yeah. day. So last night was the uh, opening of the Pyeongchang Olympics. No wonder we're so bored. Oh God, it was awful. <laughs> Who cares? Who? I'm sorry. I mean, I do like the, the winter sport, but the opening. Right, why can't the, they just have the parade of of countries? It, it, it was so the opening thing was so bad. Oh my god! How and Katie Couric, Katie Couric was there with Mike Trico doing the commentary on it. And I guess what's his name was supposed to do it. There's going to be a reunion of Katie and Matt, but obviously Matt is a sexual predator and can't be there this year. Um, I don't think those things are mutually exclusive. Though. He could have been there, even though he is a sexual predator. Well, it was at the Sochi Games where a lot of the allegations came up about his predatory, uh, his predatory behavior. behavior. Anyway, um, did man, he, the commentary. Do you, you think he had a, a lock button from his, <laughs> in, in his hotel room in Sochi, <laughs> like by the bed? <laughs> 
His room was specially equipped with a button it's by his, the it bed was in to his lock ABC the door. Contract. But of course, NBC yeah. executives had no idea what this was all no. about. How could they know? How could they know? We're, they we're saddened and <laughs> outraged and disheartened by this type of behavior. I our never saw it in that. His, what kind of bullshit I, is this? He was a I, money I, machine thoughts, for them. They, look, they turned the other way. Our thoughts go out to his victims. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. In their hearts. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. So anyway, that, so that's Katie Kirk's that's clearly... Code, that's code for... She's been on care. the couch too long because she can't do commentary any longer. She's been on the couch? Yeah. She, you know, she hasn't done much since leaving the Today Show. Well, and uh, I don't know. I just felt just, like... It doesn't really matter who is, who it is who's doing the commentary. It's not that interesting. I'm sorry. I don't know. I kind of felt like uh, Bob Costas was better. Okay, but it's still not that interesting. Al Michaels. Do you believe in miracles? He could do that at the opening games. Here's the North yeah. and South Korean team marching together. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. No. <laughs> Are you still bored? Uh, you know, it's boring. <laughs> this is boring. Uh, boring. Uh, I just, the show uh, is boring. It was, boring. it was so boring that I fell asleep watching the opening ceremonies at our friend's house. <laughs> I'm sure that endeared you to your Mike looks at me and goes, you've been asleep. I was like, no. Nah, yeah. nah, nah, nah. For Tell like me. an hour. <laughs> like, no, no, I think I just closed my eyes. I'm like, just no. resting my eyes. Yeah, it's three o'clock in the morning and we put a blanket on you. <laughs> <laughs> they have like this giant screen in their basement. It's like a movie theater. Really? Yeah, and I hadn't I hadn't seen it. I don't know why I hadn't seen. It. I think I saw it when they were like doing renovations and stuff, and you know must have forgotten about it. And we went down there, and I was like, oh, I'm moving in. It's like you guys are gonna come down in the morning and hear I'm gonna be there. Like, hey, what's going on? The Republic might be crumbling, but I have a home a home, <laughs> home theater. theater in my basement, so you know, everything's good. So good. I can watch everything I ever wanted. Huge screen. I can watch the destruction of our democracy in real time from my home theater. What are you talking about? Mike Pence was at the games, man. And he's not standing for the Korean (laughs) national anthem. Hey, stop bringing politics into sport, man. Stop bringing politics into the MN corner. I'm tired of it. (laughs) And he was was stone-faced with that scary woman from North Korea, Kim Jong-un's sister. Is he allowed to be in the same box as she is? They were in without, the same box. Yeah. Was he allowed to be there without having another person present? <laughs> Ms. Mother Pence was there, too. Mother. Mother Pence Mother? Mother, is it okay if I sit here? In case, in, in case there's any confusion, he's a douchebag. Mike <laughs> Pence is a douchebag. What, what have I been saying forever? All the crazy shit that's gone on in... The United States domestic policy wise is all a function of Mike Pence. All a function of Mike Pence. Donald Trump knew none yeah. of these people who he appointed to be, other than um, Wilbur Ross, who was his neighbor in fucking West Palm Beach. He didn't know any of these people. He didn't know Scott he, Pruitt. He didn't know the Betsy DeVos. Betsy DeVos. Betsy no, DeVos. No, didn't, didn't her family give him a lot of money? I know, her brother, the uh, yeah, the what's it called, the mercenary. I don't know. He just gives to like right wing Republican causes. Yeah, I don't know. So he doesn't sure give Trump to crazy New York Democrats who are on TV. So maybe he didn't I know. know. Why, is, why is that? You don't think he'll sponsor the MN corner? 
Mm. You think he'll put his money in one of my film projects? Perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh, not. No, I don't think so. Probably not. You know what? I feel like I would have an easier time funding my projects if I were making right-wing propaganda films. Oh, my God. I'd be rich. Oh, my God, you would. Can you imagine if Let's, I did, What, like, what right-wing this, propaganda film should we, should we do? You know what? We should do something about, like... Beleaguered little Israel that's the little country that could, the bastion of democracy, startup nation. <laughs> I think uh, it's been done. Yeah, but we can do another one. There's always funding. <laughs> there's, always, there's always funding for more. Yeah, there's always, um, you know, we'll do a documentary about, here's what we'll do. The intrepid young Americans, the idealistic young Americans who for forsaking their life of comfort in the United States make Aliyah and and and, 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 and become live on the and, West and, Bank. and live out the ultimate like Zionist dream of establishing illegal hilltop settlements exactly on the West Bank That's and, the and welcoming and welcoming the American ambassador David Friedman there for Ooh. for Shabbat. That's a great movie, although now that I'm we're saying this... Hi, I'm yours. And then they dance around the fire on the hilltop as they're establishing this illegal outpost with Ambassador Friedman, screaming, I'm Yisrael Chai. They're oh not screaming God. it. They're no, singing no, 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 it. Like, you know, singing it at the top of their lungs. Why don't we just do... And then they go down the hill and they kick some, some poor Palestinian some olive grower's ass. As they cut down his trees. As they cut That's down his trees. Good, yeah. Oh, my God. This would do well. You get a lot that of funny shit. That thing just wrote itself. But <laughs> here's another idea. Why don't we just do a glowing profile of Ambassador David Friedman? Oh my God! And like follow him around, like yeah. behind the music, behind the follow diplomacy, him to every trace his career as Trump's post. bankruptcy lawyer. Yes. Oh my God! Watch him write checks to the settlements to the Yesha Uncle. Council. Uncle Shelley, Sheldon Adelson, <laughs> to finance this project. Is it, is it appropriate to be talking smack about Israel? Today they, they did have, um, it's been a busy a busy night and morning over the Golan Heights, I should say. That's true. Uh, at least one thing does not impact the other. Yeah, true. True, true, true. true. That's true. So, yes, we, you know what? Maybe if you weren't so insensitive and anti-Semitic, <laughs> then you would know better than to talk smack about Israel today after what happened last night. Oh, my God. I thought I just hated freedom. I'm also an anti-Semite. You hate both freedom and Jewish people and mm-hmm. the Jews. But I really and like... The, but I really like... Gefilt and fish. Yes, but at the same time, you're an apologist <laughs> for Islam <laughs> and you, the Arab world. Can you, you see? I can't be, I can't be an anti-Semite because... And this is the argument that people make. They can't be anti-Semites because they're so pro-Israel. I can't be an anti-Semite because I love gefilte fish. <laughs> yeah, how could I be anti-Semitic? I just had locks and bagels I just for had, breakfast. I just, I just had three pieces of gefilte fish for breakfast. <laughs> Horrible. That's a good That's source of protein. Oh, get your day going. Fantastic. Go for a long run and have gefilte fish. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Straight out of the jar, like using uh, two fingers to you stick gotta, it out you, of the you jar. You do have to move a little bit of that jelly off to the side. I must yeah. Say. Um, well, also, conversely, I can't be anti-Semitic because I'm pro-Palestinian, and they're Semites too. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I love the semantic tricks <laughs> that people play. People go, that's unbelievable. Uh, 
that's, the way, that's I, a, that was I a popular one a number of years that? ago among like real anti-Semites on the left, like what? the pro, like the you know, like oh, yeah. crazy Israel Jew haters on the left are like, I'm not anti-Semitic. Palestinians are Semitic, right? Yeah. What I, I also just found out. I don't know if you knew this. Yeah. Palestinians are an invented people. That's right. They're actually, they are mostly Syrians and right. Egyptians who came to the, the Jewish the homeland Zion, after the, the Jews right. started making Aliyah in, in large numbers to make money because right. it was, because it, it was, it was a wasteland until, until there were Jews there. And so they I'm came glad, to make money. I, I'm glad that you're finally understanding <laughs> the truth. It was a, it was a land without a people for a people without a land. Right. I mean, come on, Stephen. You as an Arab uh, Arabist apologist. <laughs> Stop. I'm I'm glad that you're finally understanding what truth is. You liberal self-hating East Coast elite. Um, I can't these all these things are falling right off of me. That's so, because, all right off of me. That's because you're a Teflon Jew today. <laughs> Oh my god! They're falling right off of me. It's that APAC talk. APAC. If you if you talk at APAC, you can't. I can't be any of these things that you that you can't. Uh, that, uh, I that heard that APAC me. invited. I heard that APAC invited somebody from Breitbart. The, like the editor to, to talk. There's a panel at the APAC policy conference on like new media, and yeah. he's going to be on the panel. I think with Jeff What's Goldberg and a couple of other people. Like, What's the guy's like name? him with legitimate media people, and he's a right. Jewish well, dude, right? We pre- we present a spectrum of viewpoints, <laughs> ra- ranging from moderate to ridiculous. <laughs> right, he's Jewish, the editor. Oh, so that makes it. Okay. I think he is. He, I don't know. He can't be anti-Semitic, but you're a self-hating Jew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, he could love fascists, but he's definitely, definitely, definitely a nice Hamish boy. Right, because he, he likes to fish almost as much as you do. <laughs> yes, but, but he doesn't, but he's, you know, solidly behind, you know, he, the Jewish He likes causes. the settlements. He likes, he likes the, the settlements. settlements more, That's more the new than test. It's the new Exactly. Um, do you like to fish? Doesn't matter. Doesn't do you like matter. the settlements? Does it, do you like the settlements? Yes. Well, then come sit by me. <laughs> You're invited to Jewish APAC. Friend. What? You, you get to go to APAC. Way, yeah, cool. <laughs> anyway. Cool. So anything new can on the talk, Russia front? Can we talk about Russia for a minute? Mm, yes. You want military watch? I have Russian military watch. <laughs> I want to talk Excuse me. about... I must about break you. <laughs> Go Let's not it. go over again how Rocky won the Cold War because that's we, that's well trodden. It's not Ronald Reagan. It was, it was Rocky. It. I must break you. I must break you. I want go to talk about. I want to talk about the Russian in, involvement in U.S. elections in 2016. Okay. Is there anything new this week about Russia? Yes, there actually is. There actually Delicent. is. Didn't. Didn't the head of uh, Department of Homeland Security say that now we know without a doubt that uh, the Russians hacked into uh, the U.S. election? Well, in fact, there was evidence that Russians hacked into actual voting systems. Right, right. Voting systems in in how many states did it say? 
I don't know. I want to say like 16. It's awesome. I'm, um, I'm, you know what? I'm ready to be, go back to the paper ballot. And that, the hanging chad seems pretty awesome to ballots. me. But the fact that that story went almost completely unnoticed this week is mind-numbing. Because, again, we've talked about this, and we're guilty of this as well. The distractions of the, of the culture wars, of everything else that's going on, of all of the firings in the White House and right. all the resignations well, the, and all the, the, the wife-feeding. The, the Rob Porter, <laughs> John Kelly yeah. whole thing. Fiasco. Fiasco. All these, like, I would have expected any train wrecks. So the thing is, it's weird to me. Is that it's totally backwards. Like, I'm not saying that the Rob Porter beats his wife and John Kelly covering it up isn't a big story. It's a big story. It's an important story. But it's also kind of in keeping with the character of the people in this White House. Remember, the president of the United States bragged about grabbing women's pussies. Right. You used a bad word just now. I I did. (laughs) And then we have... U.S. government officials confirming that the Russian government hacked into actual voting machines in a large number of states, and there isn't the commensurate outrage over Rob Porter, who's a dick. Do you know why? Why? Because that's fake news. Right. Fake Fake news. news. There's not an evidence... There's not an ounce of evidence against Donald Trump in the Russia, but there wasn't. The Russia but, but apparently, there wasn't a lot of evidence for, according to the, the Trumpsters, for Rob Porter. I mean, you know, they needed right. they needed well, the picture of the poor wife with a black eye to say, "Oh ex- shit, excuse me." Up. And then, and then Trump excuse said he's me. a great guy. Excuse me. Even after the picture surfaced, Trump did say, "Well, he claimed." That right. he didn't do it. He didn't do so it. we have to listen to we have to listen to that. But I mean, it doesn't surprise you that that would be the line that he would take, considering fifteen women came out and accused oh, him. I know, I know. Of, but, but, of sexual but assault. But I'm, I'm not asking for people to not be outraged by that. No, I'm asking not. for there to be some room to be outraged by, by the fact that the Russians hacked into voting machines in sixteen states. I haven't seen that. Like when I, no, at, on those no occasions when that. I'm not watching the extremely boring and sleep-inducing opening of the Olympics and have put on the television, I haven't seen anybody say, "Holy shit, we're fucking outraged!" Blah 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 blah. I haven't seen anybody spend any amount of time because, talking about this because it doesn't serve their interest to do that. Because the agenda that they want is is flying through. And they're getting the, they got the tax cuts that they want. They're no, getting no, 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 no. I'm not talking about those safety. people. I'm talking about the people who cover the news. You know what? The people who cover the news are looking for ratings. Mm. So they know what's going to get ratings, and you they know, know what's not going to get this ratings. This is why increasingly Americans are turning to the online corner. That's true, because we're the only place where they're going to hear the unvarnished. <laughs> Meanwhile, count the number of things we've been ahead of. It, it's unbelievable. We've been ahead of... Colin Kaepernick. Colin John, Kaepernick. Have I been screaming about John Kelly for freaking months? Yes, that's true. Uh, that is true. There's a couple of others we were we were like texting each other like, holy shit, we were ahead of this. We were the first people to say that grabbing women by the pussy is wrong. <laughs> we, we did say that. We were the first people to say that. We, we laid out hog training for people. That was that's that's true. before that became a thing. 
Now it's a thing. Now, now, it's now a thing. there are classes all over New York City <laughs> and how to properly lift hogbun. It's like the latest craze in exercise. Exactly. When I was fitness. in the city this week on the subway, I saw the ad for bar mitzvah coming up. Hogbun training. Right no, next to the ads. In for, all for, seriousness, there's been like four or five serious news things yeah, setting aside the hogbun training. Yeah. That we've been ahead of. Yeah. Because. I think our listeners are really privileged. I think the listeners. I think the listeners are really bored. (laughs) They're bored. They're like, you guys, you need a new shtick already. (laughs) The the back and forth banter, the bro culture. It's like enough already, guys. Maybe we should add some music. Add music. Yeah, like like an intro, and then an out, like a fading out music. We think that would help the boredom. Some Van Halen. No, what else? I mean, what song though? Uh, there's so many good ones. Yeah. I mean, exactly. is that a bad man you, song? No, but if you said like we should we should play the intro to Hot for Teacher on this, then some people might get offended. Yeah, I know. In I this know. in this day of increased sensitivity, there, there's got to be a Van Halen tune like that everybody can agree on is so awesome that you can't. You know, if he's, if anybody says jump, I'm jumping. Myself. Oh my god! Like, they played that. I took, me and I went to the father daughter dance. It was awesome. I yeah. texted you. They yeah, played jump. Play. I was like, <gasps> I'm at a Girl Scouts yeah. father daughter dance, and they're playing jump. Wow! Yeah. yeah, you're through the looking glass. Yeah. By the way, we're taking the yes. girls to their first real concert in May. What are they gonna see? <sighs> Bon Taylor Jovi. Swift, Bon, bon Jovi. Yeah, no, no, no I wasn't taking that to like Taylor Swift or DJ Zed or one of Katy Perry. No, they were going to like real music. We're going to Bon Jovi, baby. Bon Jovi. Why? Why would you do that to <laughs> because, them? <laughs> because it, it, it's here, don't and it's before they go children? to camp. What? You don't love your children, do you? <laughs> Dude, I I have never seen a Bon Jovi concert. Um, and I'm from New, and I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> And I don't, and I have no desire ever to see a Bon Jovi. Oh, it's gonna be great! I'm yeah. so psyched. He'll I hope play they play greatest, everything from "Slippery When Wet." He'll play his greatest hit. Mm. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I'm being a little overly harsh about this, but um, I did listen to Bon Jovi when My I was in high school. My only hope is that Lauren dresses like a like a '80s '80s rock chick. Oh god! Yeah, fantastic. as long as your daughters aren't. <laughs> yeah, okay. that'd be fine. But Lauren, she needs to be just like a, a lady. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that's going to be their first concert <laughs> experience. We were, you know, um, we missed you too. And it's another concert I have no interest in seeing anymore. Oh, that would have been good. So we missed yeah, you too. And I was looking so around, and I wanted to take them before we go before they go to camp this summer. And really, that was the only that was really the only concert before they went to camp. So I was like, okay, that'll be fun. I mean, you know, Bon Jovi's kind of harmless. It's not gonna it's not gonna change the world like when I went to Van Halen. Changed completely changed me. What? Boring. Yeah, going to see Bon Jovi fifty years after they. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that's harmless. Like seeing Van Halen in nineteen eighty four. That was cool because right. they were cool then. Right. Like seeing Van Halen in 2018 is like, look, I'll do it. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't what? say no, but like, you know, I, it's I not going to change. Those not gonna change what are you talking it's about? Not change, it's not going to change your life. And it's I know, not going to change your life. My, my I mean, life has been it. changed. It's formed. There's no breaking out of this. 
Yeah. Seeing Bon Jovi today is a yawn fest. How did boring. we get to this? We were talking about the Russians. Because Bon Jovi is, is boring. Is Bon Jovi Russian? Bon Jovi is a Russian name originally. <laughs> oh, really? It was originally Bonjovsky. <laughs> And they anglicize and they anglicize it to fit in with uh, the New Jersey roots, so they made it Italian sounding. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it true that his father was in the music business, and that's basically? I think how it was it, his uncle. Oh, it was his, his uncle. uncle, and the last name, and this is true. Yeah. His, the last name is really Bongiovi, right? And his uncle was, I think. Um, what was it called? The Hit Factory was the name of the oh, studio. Oh, really? So that's it. That like it's had, not like Bon Jovi's yeah. so talented and whatever. Well, I mean, he's charismatic. And, right. You know, people I'm consider him to be good looking. Dead or alive. I remember. Yeah. The first hit that they had. Yeah, she's a okay, little runaway. Was a song called Runaway. Yeah. And it was on an album that, if you remember this, Stephen, this is going to show you how old we really are. <laughs> There is a radio station in New York City, 103.5 WAPP, <laughs> which, was a rock, which was a rock station back in the 80s. Yeah. They had, they had an album of local unknown artists. Yeah. And on this album was the song Runaway. Really? Bon Jovi. And it was by far the best song. I don't remember the album people. cover, though. No, no, this wasn't like an... This was an album that they, you know, of local... Oh. This wasn't an album, it was a song. Oh. It was a record. Do you remember WAPP? I have a vague recollection. I don't know, did you get... Did, I mean, the, the radio station that I listened to, you know, I was just locked into, was 102.3, WBAB, Long Island's home of rock and roll. Yeah, you see, I did not listen to that. And then switch over to WLIR at other moments, but it was... so provincial. I know. I mean, I, was, I listen I, to Long Island's a real cosmopolitan place. WNEW 102.7. Yes, of course. That was my secondary. Well, you see, I didn't live on Long Island. I lived in New Jersey. Right. And we didn't have LIRR or whatever it's called. It was WBAB, WLIR, and then, that, then the New York rock station. Yeah. No, we didn't have that. Uh-huh. But we did have APP until it flipped over to some, like, Top forty format or something, and that was the end of it. But but that song "Runaway" was unbelievable in nineteen eighty three, not in twenty eighteen. To bring your impressionable children to, she's a little runaway. Um, yeah, nothing like watching guys in their mid fifties rock out. <laughs> God, it's gonna be terrible, but it's gonna be fun yeah. at the same time. But wait Dude, a second, do me a favor, buy what? me a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> if you do, I'll burn it. But you had me you, you had me all spun up about the Russians, and now we're talking about Bon Jovi. Because it's more important, because this is what we do. We're deflecting and distracting. <laughs> because it's too, it's, it's too devastating to actually consider. No, but the truth, is, the truth is, our democracy is under attack. Yes. And our, and our government doesn't really give a shit. No. Because... Because they were put in place by the Russians. Quite possibly. And now there's a, co- a cover-up. Now there are multiple cover-ups. There are lots of people who have a lot to hide. Right. And they're the ones who are going to do their damnedest to prevent us from finding right. out the truth about this. Do you think... You th- I, bet they're sh- I bet they're very scared that the number three at DOJ is, is leaving. 
And the why room, and the word, the word that the word that Eliana Johnson of Politico magazine, who used to be Maddie's babysitter, um, yeah. point was that she was leaving to protect her her career because her she didn't integrity. want to be tainted by these people. But she's got to know some stuff. Well, time will tell. Mm-hmm. The truth shall come out, I or hope. it shall not. And in which case, we will be the sole light in the darkness of America. That's so beautiful, man. I know. That's so beautiful. Should, that the hair is standing up in the back of my my neck. It's, it's almost as beautiful as a John Bon Jovi lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I think on that note, yeah. We enjoy are your concert, man. Out. Wow, I'm oh. cool. <laughs> the boredom episode. I'm bored still. This is boring. <laughs> boring. This show bores me. Oh God! All right, everybody. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.